I, I think the, the working out thing, definitely, it's a, it's a good priority to have. I'm at least going to start watching people work out yeah. <laughs> on a regular basis. Uh, Surround funny. myself with that. Yeah. Yeah. Start there. Just watch. Um, <laughs> that'll get you motivated. Sure. Uh, so I, I, speaking of watching things, so I, I asked you to watch uh, the little, it's a series on Netflix called Explained. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I asked you to watch the one about dreaming, right? Yeah, and you and you said that you had watched it. I did. What, yeah. what do you What did you think about that? Well, I thought it was uh, it was it was great. I, I think they covered a ton of information on that show. Mm-hmm. I'll have to give it props because it was only like fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, I think it was like a twenty. How did they get all that stuff jammed in there? Mm-hmm. In fact, I had to watch it kind of twice. Um, but uh, so I, I am a guy that feels like there's something else out there mm-hmm. or there's other spiritual plateaus of life or, or a sense of being. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, I'll say, I think there's a possibility of that. And so having um, dreams, dreams is always kind of a bridge to that play, a lot of those places to people. Mm-hmm. But so even though I believe that it, I'm still uh, practical, I feel where it comes to, I just don't think there's a bridge there necessarily. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of people do, but that's just my take is that I feel like it's just a a slideshow or or movie of all the things that you have experienced in that a time period. Mm-hmm. And and to me the show kind of touched base on that. It kind of made me feel like, oh, I felt like I'm kind of right. Yeah. There's more to it than that. But mm-hmm. it kind of felt like, you know, that all those other places or or um uh, how do I say it? Uh, other other heightened heightened um, places in your mind mm-hmm. can still be there, but I just don't think it's a the brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, sorry, the dreaming part gets yeah. you there. Uh, so, and you had, you had mentioned it when we were talking about earlier uh, that you know they do a series of things about the brain, right? So there are other topics you're talking about anxiety and some other things. The dreaming part is super interesting to me. And, uh, mostly because I, I used to think that my dreams were sort of this, this communication device with, with, with God, you know, or at least, you know, that was the way that I was inspired to do certain things that were, you know, had to be coming from someone other than me. Right. And I thought it was interesting to watch this this show because you know since that that time you know I've stopped believing that the brain is is the communication device with the the divine you know I I think that the brain is something that's physical that has physical properties that's crazy right to think that that it functions the way it does mm-hmm. but I think about like dreaming and people using their dreams as a way of saying. Uh, hey, I had this dream, and I think that is going to happen, right? That it's some way of telling the future. And for me, of course, I don't, I don't believe that now. And watching that show, it was so interesting to watch that that there are folks that have have based a lot of decisions for a lot of things, including you know, like leaders, you know, especially old, old, mm-hmm. you know, even biblical time leaders where they had these dreams and those dreams then determined how they were going to rule. Right. You know, and, and but a lot of people I think get confused with dreams and visions, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, having a dream, just dreaming. I mean, I back in the biblical times, 
there's a lot less things that were understood, but yeah, but I just feel because I do believe in God, and I feel that visions are visions, mm-hmm. and dreams are dreams, and I mean actual, the actual sleep and mm-hmm. the dreaming part. Yeah, I really feel that that's that's just the extent of it. It's mm-hmm. just still just flashes of your day or mm-hmm. odd stories, but yeah, but I mean I. I open to it, accepting that there could be more to it, you mm-hmm. know, but that's just my take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's interesting. They, they talk about, uh, you know, how, how what you're dreaming is sort of a blending of, of experiences right. that you've had, right? And uh, certain parts of your brain get turned off uh, during uh, REM sleep, right? During that rapid eye movement sleep. And other parts of your brain get super active. And then they... Right. Turn on. And if you're asleep, turns on and then like little little elves run around yeah. your brain and, well, and I don't, create I, havoc. I don't remember what part of the brain they were talking about, but there's a part of the brain that's that's in charge of uh of logic, right? Yeah. About right. you know, framing things. You know, it's interesting to think about um you know, there's like a certain structure that we sort of make decisions about right there's this logical structure uh, we discount a lot of things that that don't fit into the logic so that we can more quickly get to this certain conclusion right mm-hmm. and that part of the brain gets turned off when you're dreaming which is why you get such weird dreams that don't seem to connect to each other because that framing of logic doesn't exist in the dream because that right. part of your brain has actually been turned off well because like in the show, th- they showed this uh, painter artist that oh, painted. Yeah. I'm going to get this maybe messed up, like a pomegranate with a tiger coming out of it, with a spear gun that got that yeah. speared a, a you know a, a naked uh, yeah I don't know, um, yeah just a naked uh, yeah, a naked girl laying down yeah, yeah. yeah. so and, that's and, an and interesting. So he painted what he saw, and it was mm-hmm. just, in my opinion, there's no in my. Yes, I believe there's people out there who will go sit there and make up some crap about what that means. Yeah, right. But no, in my opinion, as crazy as it might be, that's just the stuff that you saw that your mind just kind of blended together. Yeah, they, they were talking about uh, the painter had a dream, and so he painted his dream. And he um, he heard at, during the, the point of him waking up, he heard a bee buzzing around that had stung him and somehow his brain put together um, this like segments of, of whatever the dream was kind of put things together in a way where um, there was this tiger. Um, there was a bayonet that like poked him uh, or pe- poked her, uh, you know, in the, in the arm and there was a pomegranate and there was a bee flying around the pomegranate or something like that. Yeah. It's very it's very odd, but what's interesting is that those, those all those pieces are not they're not really connected in in logic other than the brain is picking up on these different senses and and throws it together right. and then suddenly you remember and it's like oh, that's a weird thing. <laughs> what's interesting though is that a lot of people way back in the day would then interpret well, what does that dream mean? Right. Based on the components that exist within the dream, right. then they would put some sort of, you know, value on on each of those components and go, oh, well, the pomegranate that means you know your means, your health, right? You it know, life, and yeah, right, and, and, the, tiger and the tiger means, means death, yeah. and he, right? I mean, yeah, I'm <laughs> making that up. Anybody could but, do that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's, I think a lot of people do that. Yeah, well, I think uh, they brought in, I want to say it was uh, Sigmund Freud 
Is that, do you remember having that name in there? Yeah. Well, he, so he was a, was he a psychologist or something? And uh, he ended up writing a book about dreaming. And he attributed a lot of because he studied a lot of people, uh, and he attributed a lot of a lot of their um, what they claim to have seen in dreams, uh, associated them with like sex, right? Right, right. Remember that? And and I thought, well, that's kind of interesting because he's he's putting some sort of interpretation on each of these things, right? Um, so this means that, and then the hour belly button means hourglass, which means life or your right. longevity or something. Yeah, 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 just throwing stuff in there yeah. and, and and interpreting what the what the dream was. But I thought that the logical piece of of this whole dreaming thing was the most interesting to me, um, second to the uh, the lucid dreaming part. Right. So the the logical part to me is interesting because there are some times where I, like for instance, um, I'm an IT guy at work and um, I build different systems. I built a a database and it needed to do certain things and I couldn't figure out how to make it happen. And I was stressing about it and thinking about trying to figure out the the way to accomplish this this one task. And I couldn't figure it out. Uh, I, I fell asleep and woke up in the middle of the night. And as soon as I woke up, I had the answer. Like I knew exactly what to do to program the database in order to do this particular function. And so watching this show and they talked about how the logical sort of the the framing part of your brain gets turned off and they think that part of that is that uh, you use that part of your brain if you, well, let me back up. If you don't use that part of your brain, what it allows you to do is explore more options where the structure of logic doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So in your brain, in your dreams, you are able to go through a lot more scenarios that you would normally, logic would prevent you from going through. And I I could agree with that. I I know that um, it could be just as little as getting refreshed yeah, because here's a little example. When I was a kid, we used to play like let's say Mario Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember Tony and I would be playing up all night long, and we would get to like a, a level, and we just can't beat this level, and we would try so many times, and we just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I think we started calling that we're burnt out, we're burnt out. Yeah. So we would put it down, go to bed, get up the next morning, either one of us yeah. first try. Mm-hmm. And, and I, so I do believe that there's a, that's, that's why I really wish I could sleep well, that, mm-hmm. that there is a, a lot to it. Now, yeah, now kind of could refuel. there be that there's a lot of chaos and as you sleep, like maybe what you're talking about and everything kind of Tetris, mm-hmm. they were talking about that oh, too, yeah. play gets kind of placed in a way mm-hmm. now because you are real fresh and relaxed to be able to mm-hmm. put it into something that you could, you mm-hmm. know, think or, or yeah. get your conclusion. Yeah. It make you think clearly. Did you did you get anything out of the lucid dreaming part? Did you remember what that was? Mm, help me out here. So lucid lucid dreaming is uh, it's the ability to have a dream and recognize that you're in a dream and consciously change or impact what you're dreaming. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I I lucid dream once in a while, and it's taken me a long time to to figure out how to lucid dream, and even. Even now, I don't always lucid dream, but when I recognize that I'm in a that I'm sleeping and I'm in a dream, 
then there are times where I can manipulate what I'm dreaming. Um, one of my favorite things to, when I'm lucid dreaming is I, I, I fly. And it's not really flying like Superman would, would fly. Mm-hmm. It's more like jumping. Like I have the ability in the, in the dream to be able to jump and just not come down like quickly. Like it's, Incredible Hulk style. Exactly. You jump into the clouds. Yeah, exactly right. Down. Just like that. And I've been I, similar to that since I've been a, before preschool, mm-hmm. I can remember having the those memory or memories of mm-hmm. those dreams or mm-hmm. but those those are weird. It, it definitely makes you feel like you're in a certain place that mm-hmm. that that you're not in physically. Here. Right. Right. It makes you seem like you you traveled to mm-hmm. some other place. Yeah. I I uh <clears throat> I'm kind of a uh, I mean, my wife might say that I'm just a, a bad sleeper because I'll, sometimes I'll act out my dream, you know, when I'm <laughs> in bed. Uh, you know, while you're dreaming, you're supposed to be sort of paralyzed, right? And, uh, and the only thing that's going on is brain activity in your eyes go your eyes crazy, up, right? Yeah. Uh, but there are times where I break through that and, like, if I'm, you know, I've had dreams where I'm, like, fighting people and, you know, I have to, like, kick and you know get away from yeah. whatever's going on and and i'll kick in the bed and i've i've done that a couple of times with the wife and unfortunately the dog and uh but i i feel myself breaking through the dream at the moment i actually move and then i wake myself up mm-hmm. and realize ah damn it i did it again you know and and jenny's <laughs> she's looking at me you know growling yep. at me yeah. you know but uh and then there are other times where i, I don't even realize you know that i'm I'm sitting up in bed and looking around, wondering what's what's going on here. It takes me a little while to snap out of it. It's been a long, long time since I've had any. Yeah, I don't get very deep. sleep. You don't deep sleep, yeah. Ever. Yeah. Well, one one of the things that I I realize is that like if I'm if I'm drinking beer or you know, uh, you know, or any kind of alcohol, you know, before bed, I sleep horribly. Yeah. And uh, and I I can't say that I dream a whole lot when I'm when I, you know, if I've, if I've been drinking at all before bedtime, the best times are when I feel like I'm well rested. I go to bed at a decent hour. Um, you know, didn't eat like right away before I went to bed, you know, no alcohol. And I, I just was really tired from the right. day and fell asleep naturally. Um, I'll then sometimes wake up to these different dreams and not like wake up as I'm getting up and I'm fully alert, but wake up to the point where I snapped out of that REM sleep just enough to realize, Oh yeah, that was a cool dream. Okay. I'm going to try to go back to sleep and resume the dream. And then I do. And that's generally when I can lucid uh, Mm. dream where I have a funny. I, 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 you saying that I forgot that there's times where I actually like had dreams with, Man, and then get back to sleep because right. and actually catch on to it yeah. again. Mm-hmm. And oh my heavens, that's been like yeah. I mean, I, I could probably if I could actually remember, I'm sure I could only count mm-hmm. a few of them. But yeah, but man, how do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a time that somebody was telling me I was uh, uh, speaking with this guy that was uh, giving me some pointers on to on how to be relaxed and stuff and. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about dreams and and meanings and stuff and write down what what you you know what you find and we'll discuss them and we come back in and mm-hmm. I can't remember hundred percent but something about a reading a something about a, a book and a helicopter and I wrote it down I woke up in the middle of the night and wrote that down but this is years yeah. and years ago 
And unfortunately, I can't remember the BS that he told me that it was meaning. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, no, man, I read a lot of books back then, you know, and Helicopter Hell, I probably watched some Chuck Norris movie with my dad that <laughs> had, you know, some helicopter in it. I mean, yeah. I just hate the BS. I, I know that there's some stuff to it. Yeah. But I like to enjoy discussing because all that stuff that you're talking about is real. Mm-hmm. But let's discuss it in reality, not yeah. tell me that. You know, well, Dave, just so you know, when you did dream, you right. were gone out of your room. You were definitely over there. Because I do believe that there's some weird stuff that could be possible. But I, again, I still think dreaming is just a... It's a function of your brain. It's Yeah. yeah. I, I feel, honestly, I just feel it's just a bunch of little neutrons, little spark neurons, plug, yeah. neurons, yeah, yeah, little spark plugs in yeah. there. When you're asleep, it's just firing. It's just... Mm-hmm. Well, there's some other like really interesting uh, like brain research out there and uh, even just like physically how the brain functions and uh, how new memories are formed and how they're reinforced and how potentially um, existing memories are reformed so that you and end up changing details within the memories. Um, It was funny. I was listening. I was re-listening to uh, episode, I think it was two. And uh, and you were talking about the. Uh, working at a gas station, mm, yeah. right? And and I, I and I thought, gosh, you know, are you implanting a memory in my brain? Mm. Because I I couldn't I didn't remember that you had worked at a uh, gas station until you started talking about it, and I'm like, now it sounds really familiar. Well, this whole idea that the brain can change uh, over time is really interesting in that your the potential for you to insert a detail into that memory mm-hmm. that didn't actually happen, but now you've inserted a new detail that for the rest of my life I might think was actually true. Right. Sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that, that sort of thing happens. Um, you know, I, I know as I've gotten older, I don't remember all the details and it's funny because I, I do remember certain details of my life and, and like my son will, will tell me, Oh yeah, I remember when you had uh, such and such a car and it was a color, you know, green. Mm-hmm. And and I go nope, no. I'm positive it wasn't green. Yeah, <laughs> you know I remember for sure. Right. But the idea is that detail in all of our brains, and it just tells me that the brain is a very uh, malleable sort of uh, organ. Right. Right. There's a lot of things that can happen in the brain, and because it's your window to your experience of life, you think that it's this very solid thing. Well, I, I wish I could remember the the program I was watching, but. I want to make up some numbers here, but you'll get the gist of it. Like they say that you, your eyes take in and uh, like 800,000 images. It could be only 100,000. I don't know, but a certain amount of images a day, but your brain also bypasses certain things because it, you didn't really look at it, but it's giving you the impression that mm-hmm. you looked at it because it just, your brain adds, fills in the gaps. Fills it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. fills in the gaps. Yeah. So, that's where sometimes you think that you know something, mm-hmm. but there's always a room for, you know, a little bit of room for error, right? You know, so. 